can everyone hear me? What about what about the people in uh, the boardwalk? Can you hear me? Wave wave your hand if you can. Wow, that's that's amazing. Um, special thanks to our uh, amazing staff for for setting up all the sound and all the setup, the altar. It's the musicians. It's it's really amazing. In the gospel, Jesus begins his sermon by saying, do not be afraid any longer, little flock. Have you ever heard that before? Yeah, all the time, right? Jesus in the Gospels, he says it numerous times, and, and God, throughout the entire Bible, communicates this same message, do not be afraid, over and over again. How many times exactly? Does he say this? 365 times. Once for each day of the year. You think that's a coincidence? Definitely not. And I think it's easy to think that this message is only for the great figures in the Bible. But it's God's message for all of us too. So have you ever heard God say to you in a personal way, do not be afraid? If not, then this moment at this Mass is the perfect time because He's inviting you to trust in Him and His plan for you. And God calls us out of our comfort zones to follow Him in a once-in-a-lifetime adventure of holiness and love. So what prevents us from following Christ? Yeah, fear. Fear is a big obstacle, which I think is why God has to keep reminding us over and over again, don't be afraid. And notice what else Jesus says too. He says, he calls us little flock. We're his flock, we're his sheep. Like Jesus is the good shepherd and he takes care of us. You know, it's so reasonable and practical to have faith, to trust in God. It's so unreasonable, foolish, and impractical to distrust God. And that's the devil's strategy. And it started in the Garden of Eden. So if fear prevents us from following Christ, then what's the opposite? What's the opposite response? What allows us to follow Christ? It's faith, right? This is the major theme in today's readings, especially our second reading. Faith casts out fear. Faith enables us to do great things like Abraham and all the saints. You know, what are we afraid of? The one who calls us, he's trustworthy. And just look at what God was able to do with Abraham's faith. His descendants became as numerous as the stars in the sky and countless as the sands on the seashore. You know, what beautiful imagery, like one we can definitely relate to being right here on this beach. Through faith, we can 
and should give our yes to God and follow Christ. But notice, notice how God never promised that it would be easy. He never promised that a life of discipleship would be smooth sailing. In fact, he told us the opposite. He said in this world that we would have trouble and conflicts. And this reality is playing out right before our very eyes. It's becoming increasingly challenging to live according to our Christian values and the teachings of Christ. Just one example would be like if you were to today stand up for life to defend the dignity and sanctity of life, there's a good chance that you'll be attacked, that you'll be canceled. So then, if a life of discipleship involves like hardship and trouble, why should we trust the God? Why should we follow Christ? I remember as a teenager, uh, I went to summer camp and uh, this camp was by a lake and really like the perfect scenario situation was playing out for me. Uh, a girl that I had a crush on was swimming in the lake and she was in trouble. She started um, drowning. I don't know what she was doing out in the, in the deep water, but she yelled out, help, save me. So, you know, without too much, yeah, without hesitation, I, I went towards her uh, in the water. And to be honest, um, I wasn't that good of a swimmer, but I felt, I felt so motivated to, to go and, and be the hero, right? Save, save this girl that I had a crush on. Um, but like I did have some training uh, with lifeguarding, not formal life training, uh, lifeguard training like, like our lifeguards here on the beach. But you know, as a teenage boy growing up in the 90s, uh, I watched uh, many episodes of Baywatch. I don't know if you're familiar with that show. So I felt, I felt confident. I felt like I knew what I was doing. All right, so I swam towards her. I was swimming pretty fast. But then I realized there were other people um, who also had the same idea as me. And so I, I saw them um, swimming towards my crush. Uh, and when I saw that, I started swimming even faster. I, I think it's the fastest I ever swam in my life. Again, I was so, so motivated. So I, I got to her and I kind of... Um, you know, held her like this, just, uh, just like I had seen in Baywatch. And then I started uh, swinging backwards towards, towards the show. And amazingly, I mean, it, it was a miracle that someone inexperienced like me was able to bring, uh, bring this girl who was drowning to safety. Uh, I, I was, I was hoping, to be honest, I was hoping that she would need CPR, but, but she was fine. She, she didn't need it. And I was hoping too that, you know, like from this heroic deed, she, she would fall in love with me and, and um, we would get married and, and have children and, and live happily ever after. Uh, obviously, that it, it didn't quite play out that way or else I wouldn't, I wouldn't be here. But think about this. If my teenage self was so motivated to jump in the water to save my crush without calculating the cost, 
How much more willing is God, who is love and who loves us beyond all measure, to save us when we call out to Him? Of course, the answer is right in front of us. The cross. Right? That's how willing He is. He was. Right? He sacrificed Himself without counting the cost. I mean, it cost Him His life to save us out of love for us. Despite our troubles and conflicts, God will never abandon us or fail to come to our rescue. Not only is he the good shepherd, but he's our divine lifeguard. You know, I had a little bit of uh, training in preparation for uh, today's beach mass because last weekend I celebrated mass at one of the beach clubs uh, down on the West End. And... During the time of consecration and elevation, as I was elevating um, Jesus in the Eucharist, it, it was a little windy. No, it wasn't as windy as today, but it, it, was, it was windy. So I, I noticed myself like holding on to Jesus like so closely, like so tightly. And it was a great reminder to me to not be afraid and to hold fast to Christ and trust that He'll never let me go. So when we receive communion today because of these windy conditions, it's just a reminder. I, I know you know this, you hear this at every Mass, just um, to exercise a special caution and reverence when you're receiving Jesus in the Eucharist. Yeah, hold on to Him tightly. Don't let Him go. Listen, do you hear that? God is saying to each of us personally, don't be afraid. So let your faith be greater than your fear.